welcome to this week's episode of Black Girl Brunch. My name is Iman. And I'm Sabria. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what was that? I don't know. Um, I was told that every week I, I sound like, I be sounding like, and I'm Sabria. <laughs> oh, who Girl. said that? Uh, my friend Omar. <laughs> so he, they said you sound drab. Yeah, so <laughs> no. I'm like, let's pick it up, girls. I was like, what was that? That was like very flirty. <laughs> he said, I'm Sabria. I'm like, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I see you trying to bring up the energy. <laughs> How was this weekend? Speaking of energy. Um, this weekend I actually behaved. Um, I threw out a lot of stuff cleaned half of my room <laughs> um and what else did I do when did I go to Orange Theory I went on Sunday oh yeah and I oh yeah I worked out and I cleaned I love that I love that my um my social battery is completely drained <laughs> after this weekend it was my last hoorah um, I keep telling people I'm putting myself on lockdown and I think folks think it's a joke, but it's, I'm so serious. Like, no, she's serious. Is I, I had a beautiful time at every event that I went to, <laughs> but I think I had so much fun because I knew it was going to be like, I was closing up shop. Like, so I'm like, all right, you know, I'm ready to focus on like creative stuff, work stuff, my apartment, all these things, which is kind of this conversation is leading into our fade four this week. Mm-hmm. So this week's fade four are our four fall goals. So for me, continuing, this is going to be my goal. Um, I feel like every quarter um, until I guess I'm halfway to where I want to be, but to, you know, get fit, get stronger. That's my um, always the goal. Yep. Um, today, I did something that I was scared to do. Like I, I did something where I jumped. Um, just a little bit. It wasn't nothing crazy, but I was like, "Oh, I did it!" And like my trainer was giggling because I was like, "I can't." I'm, I'm not saying I couldn't do it, but I was like freaked out that I could do it. I'm like, I'm really in control of my body. Um, uh, the same thing on Sunday, I did something at Orange Theory where I was like, "Yo, I'm really in control of my body," and I did it. So yeah, to get fit, get stronger. That's always the goal. Keep moving, stay active. Like. That is always the goal. Another goal that is um that is always the goal. The first quarter that's this is always my goal every quarter. Um, save money, keep on um, you know, using my money wisely. I say this as I'm about to get a purse on afterpay. But <laughs> it's still <laughs> still like, you know, just be more intentional with stuff. Um, because like I said I threw a lot of stuff out um and it felt good um this weekend to throw a lot of stuff out and just like I feel like now and this is going to lead to my third one I'm really coming into who I want to be and like for instance um it was a small goal but I think I said this on the show before that I would like to like I was throwing away all like my camp t-shirts and stuff like that because I want to you know dress like in like you know Everybody knows, like, you know, what my aesthetic is, like, the all black and, like, all that stuff like that and, like, just, like, kitschy and campy. I want to be that, you know, all the time. So I'm throwing away stuff that, like, I was holding on to, um, stuff that I just felt like, oh, like, what in case, like, whatever. I want my things to represent me 
um if yes. that makes sense like and like that. just throwing away stuff that like I just was like holding on to what I say for like you know no reason so um I'm doing that and it's feeling exciting um to do also the third one is um actually dress up that's what I said because again like I just said um I have so many cool things so many cool shoes and all this stuff like that that I just don't wear um because mm -hmm. like right now that's why another reason why I like like for instance tomorrow um I'm going to do orange theory and I do it in the morning and then I have to be somewhere later on and I'm like when I go to the place where I'm supposed to be I want to actually like you know look nice like not show up in my gym clothes there's nothing wrong with that but like I always from time do to time you exactly because yeah. I always do this whenever I like get into a fitness like kick my fitness bag I always like I'll either just be in all gym clothes or act like I can never be in anything besides gym clothes or like even before I just like wouldn't dress up like that and in the beginning of like the pandemic I had this one time I was going to Wegmans and like I had actually dressed up and I was like oh like this feel I dressed up in the morning to go get groceries so it's nothing stopping you from doing that so I'm like I need to get more into that oh yeah and also I've been like kind of doing the same thing when I used to work from home I ain't wear no makeup sometimes I wouldn't even undo my hair from the twist I didn't mm -hmm. turn my camera on because it felt so temporary but mm -hmm. now that I'm realizing this is like a way of life and I, my mood was starting to reflect how I look like just a mess I started <laughs> putting effort into how I look mm -hmm. even at home it just make you feel better and whatever effort is for you for some people, effort ain't going to be a full beat. Like, it's just not. Yeah. But for me, like, effort is definitely, like, like it's a compromise. I stay cozy at the bottom, but I, like, try to put some earrings on, try to put a little lip gloss, some mm -hmm. blush on. And you, I just felt so much better. Exactly. That's why I, like, um, hinting back at the, uh, I guess, the the second is, like, the. I mean, uh, yeah, going back to what I was saying, actually dressing up, like, I bought like little short sets like pajamas and stuff like that and I'm like oh I like this like I bought like I have the I'm matching it right now but I have like this uh like dark gray like pajama set where I got like the top and the bottom and then I got um I also got uh this one from uh Fenty and I'm like this is like cute like I like having like the sets like you know I just feel so like put together and like you know, like same. Mm. I love a good set. Um. Also, clean more. Um. I want to uh, like continue to like just because I do feel good because like I clean um up a little bit of my room and like I feel good already. Like I'm not even done cleaning, but I just feel like I'm like, oh yeah, I did this. Like I feel like this is my, you know, my space. I feel like I feel great. Also like cleaning um before I find somewhere to move to and will make the move and stuff better. Which yes. like what help which helping you move made me realize that and I don't even have that much stuff as you did, but I'm like, it's when you when you um what's the word I'm looking for? Like I'm gonna say like regulate. Is that what I'm trying to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> like I guess when you like, um, like, yeah, when you, I, I guess when you like regulate the stuff you have and what makes sense, what doesn't make sense, it makes other stuff 
like, you know, so much easier. Also getting rid of things that, you know, just doesn't fit who you are now. And like, you yeah. know, you see yourself growing up and make it, it away. Yeah, exactly. Makes it easier for stuff that does fit you, you know? Does yeah. Fit- and that's what, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I, I don't even know what I was about to say, but what were you saying, Iman? That's how I was saying, like, I've been trying to be more intentional about the new things I have been buying because I look at some stuff and I'll be like, what was I thinking when I bought this? Like, seriously, what was I thinking? Why was I trying to be so goddamn provocative? Like, where are the basics? You know, where are the <laughs> basics? And I feel like this last year, I've done such a good job, like, buying basics. Be- yeah. and, like, and I think the pandemic has helped because I'm just like, where am I going? You know? But yeah. you can still look nice when you wear basics. Like, I'll have, um, it was a time where I would just, need an outfit to like maybe go to somewhere simple like a little cookout or baby shower and I feel like all my clothes were like too sexy or too work now I'm like I got so many pairs of like plain black pants I got black wild lake pants I got black jeans I got black biker shorts I got black sweatpants I got black so it's like I kind of needed to take one year to get some like some basics mm-hmm. that I felt like okay cool in a in in two years I just got a feeling that these black these black pants are still gonna be in style. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like just thinking about what I buy new as I get rid of this old stuff mm-hmm. because I do feel guilty about just buying and th- that that being in that like perpetual cycle of just buying and getting rid of buying and getting mm-hmm. rid of. Like how can I get to a point where I excuse me I have like a wardrobe exactly also like i don't know if you feel like this i feel like since i'm like i've always had the same style like since i was in high school it's just like mature like my style just gets mature as i age Mm -hmm. so i feel like now like since i'm older i feel like stuff that i buy right now at 29 i'm not really going to look back at it at like 32 and be like because i feel like i am so stuck in my style and i have like such a niche like you know like type of thing that I like because um every like for instance right now I'm recording this and I'm looking at these I have these Halloween Mickey Mouse Crocs and like there's um Mickey Mouse as like a pumpkin on it and it lights up and like that's like obviously something that's like silly to some people but to me that's like so like I've always loved Disney and Halloween like my whole life so I'm like that is something that I will not look back at it and be like, ooh, like, cause that is just so my style. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That definitely makes sense. That's how I felt about them Doc Martens. I had my Doc Martens for 10 years. Yep. 10. Yep. 10 and years. You wearing, and you be wearing them. I'm, yeah. And so I'm just like, but that's what happens when you buy pieces that are good quality, true to your style. Yep. And like, you don't need a lot of pieces. You just need some good ones. Yeah. Like for instance, when I was in high school, I got these, um, these Abercrombie and Fitch, um, like, uh, and I wore them down. I wore them down to the gristle. But the, um, these Abercrombie and Fitch, like, uh, sw- they were sweat shorts. So they were made like sweatpants material, but they were shorts. And I got those in high school because I'm not going to lie, I was trying to be down. Like, oh, everybody got Abercrombie and Fitch. Like, let me get a piece. And I'm like, I threw those away years ago um, because they had like, hole- they started getting holes in them. But I'm like, even if, they still were like if even if they didn't get a hole in it i'm like i would have looked back like that's not me now like i'm not wearing that and it was like a maroon color like they don't even fit my color palette i'm just like what am i doing exactly exactly 
No, I completely feel that. Was that your fourth one? That was my fourth one. Okay. Um, number one for me is get my apartment together. Mm. I am like finally getting comfortable here. Like I'm over the shock of this being my new home. It was shocking at first. It was like, oh my gosh, like, oh my gosh, because it's such a co contrast from like where I was living. And I'm just like still experiencing PTSD from that like apartment, that situation, but mm -hmm. it's like finally over. It feels real that it's over and like my new place feels like mine. And I've been here, like I don't believe in decorating apartment until I feel the vibe of it. Mm -hmm. Just like I don't believe in naming pets until I look at them. Like how do you, <laughs> like I can't, I just gotta see what it's hitting for, you know? <laughs> I gotta feel the vibe. And now that I'm here, I'm, I feel the vibe. Like I feel the vibe. I know exactly how I want this place to look. Um, it's going to take a while because it's expensive to, to furnish an apartment. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I cannot say that enough because when I, when people first get their own place, I think they could be hard on themselves about like how much things cost. But the key is to take your time mm -hmm. and whenever you can, like try to just buy quality things. My dad always says it's cheaper to buy the best, but seriously, yep. if you buy like a couch just super cheap, like you gotta think about how long would this last? So it's like, if you gotta get, wait three months to get that couch, but it's a good one, I would do that. Or a thrift, like it's a, it's a bomb ass thrift store shops out here that got them couches from back in the day. You know, mm -hmm. things is built different back in the day. You know, you just gonna have to hit the mean shampoo on it, but it is, like so many options you just got to take your time and again you don't want to be changing your apartment every year so think about timeless timeless um designs timeless duvets timeless carpet sofa all that because my my good my last um couch i had it since 2014 I had it since 2014 and I might've took it with me had the conditions of my apartment not compromised it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, mm, you know, I was so mad I had to throw it out, but Hey, you know, new couch, new, new everything. It's going to be exciting. And also I feel like looking at your apartment now, it don't that fit wouldn't it. fit the vibe. Nope. It wouldn't have fit it. Nope. It really wouldn't fit the vibe. I thought about it. I was like, could we save it? And I'm like, nah, it's not, it's not for this. Nope. Just the love, the way the back of it was shaped. Like, I don't know. I did love that couch though. Um, next is I have to get my eating back on track because I was doing so good with my no sugar thing. But ever since my birthday, I kind of, I feel like those cupcakes that I had for my birthday sent me into a frenzy. And it's not that <laughs> I, I haven't relapsed completely, but I have not been following my rule. I was supposed to only have sweets one time a week. I've been having them like two, three times a week. <laughs> Still better than my every day, but I don't want to creep back up to old habits. And again, that's, that's why this weekend kind of marked the end of it, of craziness i was having so much fun like literally jameer had like a party that was folk like all sweets and I, I i got all of it out of my system and now i'm just like oh no i can't mm -hmm. do it no more i literally wanted something sweet today and i got a piece of zucchini bread and i was like all right so already i'm fucking up <laughs> but i'm i'm just to try again tomorrow like oh, i don't know what to say zucchini bread is sweet yeah i mean i think so it oh. tastes sweet it tastes like a piece of gingerbread cake. Um, it's delicious. It's so good. To be honest with you, I'd do it again. But tomorrow, <laughs> I got to be better. Tomorrow, I got to be better. Today, I said, if I don't get this piece of cake, I'm going to think about it all day. And 
that's not right because I'm already going through enough distress. So I'm like, let me just have this and then tomorrow I got to do better. Yeah, because when you start feeling like... Distressed? When you, yeah, when you start feeling like, I'm feeling, I need it. I need yeah. it. Like, it's just like, that's when it's like not... It's good when you be like, oh, I can resist this. When, when you, you feel like, damn, like, I can't have nothing, then that don't feel good. Yeah, exactly. Because like my dumb ass, I... um. I wasn't doing this on purpose. Like for two days, like I had dinner, I did not eat carbs because I didn't feel like um, making rice. Literally just me being lazy. I wasn't even trying to purposely do that. But the next day I went wild with what I was eating because I was so, I didn't have it for two days. And plus you need carbs for energy and stuff like that. I was tired and I just went wild. So I'm like, yeah, I can't do that again. Yeah, I feel you, girl. I feel you. I need to get my shit together. And that's that's literally, I know I can do it. And I'm getting tired. I can tell my, I can feel myself getting tired of sweets. Um, so I'm like, it's all right. I'll be back. So starting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I want to listen and read so many more um, books. I'm going to listen to more audio books, read more books. It's just been the only thing that's been really keeping me sane, just mm-hmm. kind of re-sparking that feeling I used to get when I was a kid, when I read books, like just get my imagination going. I think I was at a place where I was being a lot really pessimistic, especially when it came to like romance. And I started feeling like I had to play certain games that weren't true to my nature mm-hmm. but even though books are fairy tales it just kind of stories make you feel something familiar it makes you feel like oh i'm being related to because mm-hmm. a person had to think of this character and a person is giving this character um goodness and i'm like the reason that author gave this character goodness is because goodness is cherished mm-hmm. so i just kind of need to Books remind me that goodness is cherished. And that's why we want to hear stories about good and interesting people. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Like, it just makes me feel like there's a reason to stick to my guns and not, like, play games, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't and, know why I was about to speak in a British accent. I say, you feel warm and cozy, but what? <laughs> well, I mean, true, though. You do feel very warm and cozy. And then think about it. Like, I'll be in my room. I got this perfectly, like, dim light. I'll be up in here with socks on, completely quiet, listening to a book, reading a book, and I just love it. All the books I read are about Black women, and it's just been so enjoyable. I definitely need to get on, like I said, I pay for Audible, but um, (laughs) I have not used it. So many books. Because I have so many subscription things, and so yeah, Audible is something I definitely want to get into because I saw, like, I have some books, and I'm like, hey, that might be on Audible. It's Um, so good, especially when you're just like cleaning i feel like if you really need motivation to clean to do something have a good book to listen to because you'll be like i want to get back to my book but i don't want to just sit here so let me do something like i'll be like while i'm doing my hair while i'm in the shower while i'm cleaning the kitchen like i always have some i need to listen to something mm-hmm. so it's been audiobooks for me a lot and it just and books hit different in the, in, when it's cold exactly and that's way better than what i was doing when i was cleaning when and what I was doing was um, rewatching Top Model again. Um. (laughs) I mean, honestly, that's good too. That's not good, but I can't Um. watch TV and clean. Yeah, well, the only reason why I watched it is because it's something I've already seen. So, like, I, I wasn't stopped. paying. I stopped what I'm doing. I stopped. Uh, There's something wrong. You know me. I got to, like, 
focus on one thing at a time. Uh, when it comes to wa like watching, it's just like I have to watch or I have to do. I can't do both. Because mm, it's like, because I watch, sometimes I watch YouTube because it's just like, it's somebody in the room and I can like, yeah. I'll cut my eye over and I'll see an image and I'm like, oh, hey girl. Like, You're very it's good at multitasking. You are very, very good at multitasking because there'll be times where I really think you're not listening and you'll be like, no, this ain't how that happened. I'm like, what the fuck? I can't do it. I cannot do it. I really be listening and observing. And on your phone, and you be texting back real quick. I'm like, how does she do it? <laughs> Don't know. How does she do it? <laughs> um, and finally, I want to try a bunch of new meals. I'm I'm cracking I'm in the air fryer. I'm investing in the <laughs> We won. We I'm won, y'all. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting air fryer. I'm investing in like I think it's called all clad. That's oh yes, all clad is that gal. Why you okay? think I've been holding the afterpay budget? Why you think I've been holding it? That the afterpay is for the pots and pans. I want a la, la Crusade Dutch oven. Oh, I'm not playing. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to sear some shit. That's how I feel. Exactly. Like, I'm gonna sear. I'm gonna be using a brush to like do that over like artichokes or some shit. I don't know, oh. but I'm definitely braising. I'm definitely searing, and I'm definitely going to be using like a handheld like lighter to set some shit on fire. Yes, and also like you know me. I'm the after p after p after pay diva so there's some places that you can use it in store so you can pick one because for me i don't know if you feel the same way like pots and pans and stuff that's something that i would like to pick up i don't want that really necessarily delivered to me um i could see it because i do want it right away right away and also that stuff is very liable to be dented um and also maybe i'm probably biased because i've worked in two kitchen stores um, I just feel like kitchenware, if you can, that is something that I feel like you should pick up yourself. Yeah. If not, have a courier, like get it from a store and then deliver it to you. But like, I feel like delivering from Amazon, I don't know, because that stuff is liable to dent. And I'm liable to dent somebody too. So it's <laughs> best that, like you said, I pick it up and I don't go, because I'm not the one to be dealing with that. So like, exactly. yeah, you're right. You're very correct. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's the fade four. Also, you know, we didn't say this at the top, but like, we didn't feel like really talking about no celebrity stuff like that. So mm -hmm. it's going to be like a mosh posh, you know, type of show, <laughs> just talking about what we want. And we know that you guys liked it too. So yeah. So ill, you said yeah. Sir, I was yawning and I was like trying not to, I didn't want to leave you hanging. I was like, yeah. <laughs> this is a win-win situation. True. Win-win. Mm -hmm. um, before we get into some of the topics that we're interested in talking about, we just want to take a moment to pray for, you know, two people. We really want to pray for NeNe Leakes and her family. You know, NeNe lost her husband, Greg. Mm -hmm. And that was just so, I just, that hurt my heart. It hurt so many people's heart because we all know that he brought such positive energy to, and it's hard to bring positive energy to such a, a messy show, but he absolutely did that. So mm -hmm. we just sending prayers to her, their family. Also, we want to send, um, we want to pray for Michael K. Williams. Yes. Um, He recently, literally yesterday, um, it was shared that he passed away. If you watch The Wire, if you watch, shoot, he's on so many things. Like, I'm trying to think. 
What was the uh, HBO show? Lovecraft. If you watched Lovecraft. Um, he also was on Boardwalk Empire. <sighs> Boardwalk Empire, but like specifically for me, Omar, that character was honestly one of my favorite characters in like television history. Yeah, like, he did that, okay? He ate that role up. It was an it was original. It was honestly one of the most original uh characters I've ever experienced right? on screen where there's this black gay man and his gayness isn't at the center of his character. Well, there's this black gay man who's like, I dare you. I dare you to touch me. And I'm like, I don't really know why it took so long to have this bad, badass black gay man on character on, on screen. But mm-hmm. that was the first time that was done so authentically. It was done so well. It Him was. having those two women on his side to like, you know, hold people up and just really they gave that character just was so good. And you know, I've kind of always had this like obsession with this actor <laughs> for like so long. And it's just, it hurt my heart to know that he was suffering in silence like that. Mm-hmm. But I definitely hope that he's found some peace. You yeah. know, soul's at peace. Pray for the family. Exactly. Such a phenomenal man. Seriously. Seriously. Um. So let's get into Tea Time Remixed. Let's call this Iced Tea. Chica, 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 bounce. Iced Tea. Yes. Oh, um, sweet tea. Ooh. Hmm. Sweet tea. All right, so let's start about, speaking of sweet tea, let's talk about Drake. <laughs> Drake dropped Certified Lover Boy, um, his new album. And I was real quiet. A lot of people was like singing shit before it dropped. And I just felt, felt like, you know what, Drake, feel how you feel, but he going to drop at least one thing that you really, really enjoy. On the entire album, he's gonna drop at least one thing that you're like, okay, this is really, really good. Yeah, I'm like, I just want to keep my remarks to myself because I know <laughs> I'm gonna enjoy it. And yeah, I didn't. Um, yeah, he always has something that's like, if you not, if you don't listen to his music, there's like one hit that you'll always hear, and like, it's, it's too sexy or way too sexy, way too uh, sexy, way too sexy. That is the one, and I'm like, oh, okay. Yes. It also reminded me of like the early 2000s yes. as well. Like when people actually had fun in music. Yeah, men included. I think that it's this thing where men started to feel like if they wasn't like holding a bottle and staring into the, you know, into the camera, it wouldn't be a successful video. And it's just like, I'm so happy that we've all come to the conclusion that that is boring. Yes. That is so Who, who cares? Who wants to see that? And I think that gr- the girls have, and the girls have been doing so well, like Megan Thee Stallion, um, City Girls, Doja Cat, Lil Nas X, they have just been given uh, so many visuals that I felt like if Drake didn't do that we would be so underwhelmed like it was mm-hmm. almost as if the con there was so much competition as far as music videos this year yeah that he had to give something different and you say what you want about Drake, he definitely be liking to have fun in these videos <laughs> he love having he fun he loves to have fun like most uh bad bitches do exactly um, he liked to cut up have a key <laughs> 
When I saw Drake pick up that sand and pour it out real slow, I said, you know what? They're killing me. <laughs> How he got Kawhi Leonard to be in that video. Yeah, and like he is somebody that like is just um like funny. Um he don't mean to be funny. So but I'm like when to I think saw- is he do he mean it? does he mean to act like he's so funny he is so (laughs) he's so funny he's so funny he's very different (laughs) i think think people who don't care are the most the funniest people on earth they are and you know when somebody acting like they don't care versus when someone truly doesn't give a shit like and that's him like all the way he really look oh he got kids but yeah, yeah. He, um oh never mind but um anyway <laughs> would you never mind um so there was a picture <laughs> of uh Kawhi Leonard's daughter on um Twitter right and she was she kind of had like the same expression as him yeah and they somebody, got the same eyes she's so cute she's so adorable and somebody retweeted it and was like even his daughter shy too <laughs> Like how y'all just gonna say this man shy? <laughs> you be acting. Okay, but him doing Sorry, that I'm dance. Sorry, I'm saying this for the end, but uh... <laughs> yeah, off the mic. Um, him doing that dance, uh, Young Thug, uh, Future. The only the, here's the only thing I wish I could add. I want a remix, and on the remix, I want Carisha on there, and I want <laughs> Lil Uzi. On there. The way Carisha would slide, <laughs> oh, the way she would eat that up. I oh can picture God. her saying she way too sexy for the craziest thing. <laughs> like I picture her being like, "I'm too sexy for your dad, too sexy, <laughs> <laughs> like, too sexy for my ass." Too, you like whoa. Because <laughs> the thing is, Carisha really believes she's sexy, and she I really love. I only she want really you to brag if you believe it. And I feel like who who else think that they sexy besides Uzi, Carisha, and Playboy Cardi? He would have also, I felt like he would have did a good job. <laughs> yeah, I'm very surprised. surprised. I'm, but I'm learning that the girls are fighting. I did not know that so many, I did not know so many of these divas had um, had beef. <laughs> so, so I'm learning. these girls, <laughs> again, why do y'all keep pitting female rappers against each other <laughs> every time i turn around y'all got kanye west and wait can you hear me did my mic just go out no i can hear you i said no okay. i can hear you yeah i did not know kanye west and drake was beefing so i'm, I'm like dead. oh like maybe I'll... maybe him and um playboy cardi was beefing so like i don't um <laughs> no <laughs> it's news to me this beef is impossible beef i will say that because they not they it's so it's so like cryptic like the last <laughs> thing I heard Drake say was like checks over stripes in that little Travis Scott song. And I'm like, their beef make me feel like I'm gossiping. I'm like, is this true? But I'm like, it has to be true. Cause yeah, right. all these other rappers are like, whoa, the only thing I will say, cause I've really been trying not to get Kanye West, no attention. Don't bring Andre 3000 in this. Like, I don't understand what people have to do to get y'all to understand that it's not okay to disrespect Andre 3000 and bring him in any mess. He really just wanted to hop on the track and pay pay some homage to Kanye West's mom. And somehow it got like misconstrued to the point where he had to come out and put a statement out. And some yeah. of them don't be putting statements out. So it must've really bothered him. And why can't y'all just respect the pioneer in hip hop, the pioneer, this, this weird, you know, 
black guy, free black guy. Like, if it wasn't for him, all you niggas would still be wearing, like, 17 chains and baggy pants. <laughs> AT Aliens made it cool to be a little different. And I'm like, this is the thank you he gets? Really? Exactly. I'm, I'm just over it. I'm just over it. Again, the girls in rap, they're so messy. Everybody <laughs> really, really, really just want to um, talk about... The gals are fighting. Certified lover boy against Donda. It's like, come on now. Y'all act like they're the first two rappers in the history of life to just drop two albums at the same time. Yeah. Like, it's, I'm not... Like, and also, what if you don't listen to either one of them? Hmm? Y'all want to talk now, about that? Now, that? now what? No one, no one put that on the table. <laughs> but yeah, great video. Fantastic cool video. video. Neat video. Yes. Um. So, we went to the movies... We saw Shang Chai. Such a that movie was action packed. Okay, <laughs> you know what? So my shouts to shouts to Lenny. Y'all know him, but that's my little brother. <laughs> um, he bought tickets for me and Sabria, uh, to go to go to the movies to see it, and I just went because somebody else got me a ticket. Honestly. And Sabria just went because I invited her. I was like, hey, we got an extra ticket. We didn't know what we was really walking into, but I'm somebody that if it's action, I'm going to watch it. You know, this joint had some hefty themes. Like, who knew? It was, did. It like, definitely did. And um, first of all, the main actor, what a cutie. Fine as hell. Very fine. Um, but yeah, that movie, because first of all, I didn't know anything about this character. Mm-hmm. I had I had no clue um about him until this year actually because again I always say this I'm not a Marvel person but I didn't know, but did you know of him the character no I did not I was actually the thing is I like when I don't know a character in Marvel and I have to figure out how they're gonna fit into the story because it's yeah. always like this most of the characters they die they move on but they have to be replaced in order for the avengers to keep going so yeah i was just excited to see how he would fit in the avengers they rolling deep okay they rolling <laughs> my thing is I, if you got shang on your team i'm not trying to fight you and them 10 rings them joints go dumb okay <laughs> they go stupid the, i'm not trying to do it <laughs> and his sister with that bob yeah like that's that's crazy like she and she don't have the rings that's just all for the muscle and she wasn't trained like him shang said when he was a kid he had to train every day for his life sis just decided to pick it up and start doing it too she she was watching yeah she was watching if y'all if y'all um what's what to say if you don't know by now it's gonna be spoilers but <laughs> yeah i would turn it off if you want to see it <laughs> but yeah um it was definitely a good movie because i went in i'm not gonna lie y'all i'm like because i was like tired that day and i'm like oh i might i'm like i might doze off in this movie like that no my eyes was glued i was sitting forward i was like no i'm into it i'm here and i'm definitely into it Definitely, definitely. And also, like, I just want to go back to sis, little sis. Sabria pointed it out. She was whipping ass. And Sabria told her, say what you want. That Bob ain't never come. <laughs> Not a it hair was out it. of place. At Not all. hair was out of place. She The bangs fall right back into place. It just was a good movie. And also... Like all Marvel movies, there's some heavy themes. You know, you talk about, like, your, an- your ancestors. And I really love 
anything that really echoes the fact that your blood, like the people in your family, whether they here, whether they not, that shit runs through you. Mm-hmm. So that was like such a heavy theme. Like it don't matter if people are are um around you or here with you in person. Like you gotta feel feel it on the inside, and you gotta always know who you are and the power that you have. I said. <laughs> Yeah, I do know the power I have. <laughs> I sure the fuck do. I do know what's a dragon inside. <laughs> yep. And also, like, I love how... Um, wow, I sound like I was loud as hell. But I, lo- <laughs> I love how, um, like, learning about how other cultures um, deal with death. Um, because, mm. you know, from what I'm realizing, that um, Western culture deals with it, like, the worst. Yeah. Aside from, like, you know, I, w- I wouldn't count in, like people from the south because they have a different um viewpoint on it but like i would say like north north um midwest and like every every part of america uh, um, the west um excluding the south i would say deals with death in a very like morbid way a way that is just like you know it's like terrible and you know what it is it's not that easy you know to you know have somebody here and then go on the next day and stuff like that but like seeing other cultures like celebrate you know that like um even if it but i mean his mom was taken away in like a very um traumatic situation but her spirit it was like her spirit lived on Uh and the um wisdom that she gave him that's actually the wisdom that she gave him is the reason why he was able to um defeat um his even his own father um (laughs) when when the dad was whooping his ass (laughs) he was able to fight back because he was like remembering the things that his mom taught him like it she lived through him Yes. And you know what? I agree. I loved that message. And I definitely was like, oh my God, like this is something I can use in my life. Like for sure. I also like the dynamic, um, bad guy. Like I love a bad guy where you ultimately understand their, their sadness. Like, you know, that's Mm -hmm. a real good bad guy. Like Killmonger. Um, he was a fantastic bad guy because you got him. You understood his upsetness. Like, did he go too evil? Yes. But in the father's case, like grief can consume you. Grief can consume you, especially when it's like you feel like that's the only person that you had. That's the, you know, in his case, his wife. That's the person that chose him. That's Mm -hmm. the person that made him change his ways. And when that spirit got into his mind that told him that he had to do something unimaginable in order to get that again, it drove him crazy and ultimately led to so many people dying, including himself. Mm -hmm. So I just felt, I felt like that. Even with all that the dad did, I did not want him to die at the end. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, I did it. I didn't want him to die. But I also understood he, re- he, he, he raised too much hell. I was like, ah, I don't see him getting out of this alive. He wreaked havoc. He yeah. definitely wreaked havoc and he had to go. But my favorite thing <laughs> was when he was dying, he took that shit like a G. You hear me? Mm. He was a G. He, he was a G. I was, he was scared of him. He was definitely a, like he like my favorite thing is when people know that they're wrong and they just like well like it's no crying he like this was gotta happen that's how he was no crying, like he just, no begging and if somebody gotta go 
It definitely should be me. Exactly. He was so quiet when it was happening. He really took it. Like, I'm like, yo, that's crazy. Like, he really taking his shit like a G. Only criticism I have from the dad is how he did not love his kids with the same energy he loved his wife. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. I'm like, I want I want somebody to love me like that, but not love me enough that you be like, yeah, fuck them kids. It's like, yeah. whoa. Because he was beating his son ass. <laughs> he really was beating his son ass to get his wife back. And like the son said, what makes you think she want to see you? I don't know what he said that for. He blew his ass. <laughs> He's like, she want to be with you? He said, you want to talk back, boy? He started whooping his natural born ass. My oh. thing is, I got into a car accident and I got nerve damage. So when I be seeing people get the shit punched <laughs> out of them and get back up, <laughs> I know damn well I would be just like the guy who was the, uh, what was he, the adjuster? <laughs> I would be like him with a bad who feel. You know what got on my nerves? So when he was like laying there and everybody thought he was dead, my mom told him, oh, no, no. I'm like, mom, come on in. You wasn't that committed to his character. <laughs> and I just I was said, like, dang. I said, oh, well, he should have been on the battlefield. My mom said, eat mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, know your place. Like You, you got to know your place. And then I saw he was playing. I'm like, okay, that's good. But I'm like, yeah, you should. If you know you can't fight and niggas got like dragons and shit, you stay in the house. <laughs> you got to stay in the house. Don't be trying to fight when you know you can't do it. Yeah, no, I know me. I know that is not even my style. That's not even, I'm not built like that. I wouldn't have went on the trip. As soon as they start talking about, oh, it's a maze, it's forbidden. Oh man, well, (laughs) I'll see y'all get back. The words forbidden, um, (laughs) maze, we could be locked in here. Like, I just was like, hmm. Remember, he was like, it's a 90, uh, Mars says a 94% chance you can get through this. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, a 14% chance (laughs) you can make it alive. (laughs) Like, what? Mm Mm-mm. Even knowing that this is a Marvel movie and the good guy's going to win always, except for that one Thanos movie, um, (laughs) I still just be feeling so much doubt. Like, no, why would you do it? Yeah, I was so on it. Like, when when the um, the trees and stuff was, like, closing in on them, oh, my God. And when Morris was like, yeah, they'll swallow you up. I'm like, oh. (laughs) And the way I drive, we would have been done. When I tell you that, she was whipping that shit, okay? Yeah, and I'm like, who would have known her being a chauffeur with a came in handy? Also, she really, she saved the damn movie, so. She did. That was wow. I, yeah, I would have been geeked off of that. Like, <laughs> y'all know. <laughs> I'm like, so y'all going like, make a statue or something? Because, like, technically, she saved the whole thing. I would have been so geeked off of that. Like, yep, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Good movie, y'all. I good thought it was movie. it was definitely a good movie. It was definitely a good um feel good movie. I was I vibing just can't with wait it. to see more. Like I can't wait this I, that's the most exciting thing about an Avenger movie too cuz like you know when you used to see a good movie it would be just over mm-hmm. and it's like damn. Now I can't imagine what those characters are up to. But the good news about Marvel is like it's just a universe and they really make you feel like Oh, uh, you know, this person's on vacation. This person's uh, like, you know, living their family life. And they you, it's just this constant check-in of all the characters. And I'm like, this is so fucking enjoyable. I'm happy I'm witnessing it in live time. 
Spider-Man in December. <laughs> Get at me. Get at me. Oh, is that in December? Ooh. Yep. So it's coming up. And you know Lenny on the tickets. He's like, oh, hey, look, yeah. we gotta get those early because they not gonna be playing. I'm like, at all. <laughs> at all. I would like to see that if if Big Spender is treating again. <laughs> I'm not letting him down. Yes. Then he didn't want to get the snacks. I'm like, how you gonna invite people to the movies and not get the damn snacks, Lenny? That's mm-hmm. that's messed up. Now that I know that he balling like that, please. Yes. Yeah, Sabrina <laughs> saw he was wearing Yeezys and was like, hold up. <laughs> yeah, run the pockets. Yeah, I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> I'm sitting up here wearing the same vans <laughs> that I wore all summer. And you walk around with, with your third pair of Yeezys on. Get me some popcorn. Four pair. Yeah. Get me some popcorn. Please. Right? <gasps> but yeah, I'm going to convince him to buy some more tickets for that, too. <laughs> no. I'm not, not paying for it. Like your little brother. <laughs> no, I do so much for him. I'm not paying for it. No, for real. He's been getting away with running it up on everybody for years. Yep. He just, he triangulates your ex like four <laughs> Not triangulate. Well, in this case, between four people, he'll ask four people for $10. <gasps> and we will put it together like, did Lenny ask you for 10 What? <gasps> yeah, he'll like run to different people, but like, can you order me something to eat? Like different days, so you know, <laughs> no, get the tickets. I'm so bad for him. I did not know he did stuff like I that. I wanted a birthday gift from him, I want a Christmas gift, I want everything. I'm not taking it light on neither one of my little brothers anymore. But my brother Brian, he always buy me stuff. But Lenny, yeah, that's true. Lenny gonna start paying. I'm tired of him taking that youngest privilege to heart. Exactly. What it's time to wake him the fuck up. Her. Um, Beyonce turned 40 this weekend. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. That's how I feel. Same. I want to know what she did. What did she do? I think, you think she was here for Made in America? No, I do not. I do not think, I think anybody who, who loved themselves would not be in Philadelphia. She was here when we went. It wasn't a milestone birthday though. Oh, true. I think it was on her birthday when it happened last year. But she could have been. I just, it wouldn't have been my... Because you know she'd be like, it's, that's my man, and I'm going to stick beside him. I feel like he the man, and he wouldn't even let her come to Philadelphia for her 40th birthday. <laughs> yeah, she um, she definitely should have been somewhere else. I hope she was somewhere that was very sunny, very sandy, um, I hope she had a very pretty drink in her hand. I hope the kids were like making sandcastles because I feel like Beyonce is one of those people who's like, I have the most fun when things are really small, cute, intimate. So I just hope she had a good time. Me but too. I hope, and I can't wait till you know she's gonna drop the pictures like two months from now. Yep, and, and I be really like, cannot be wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, because I, I want to know what she was wearing. I don't know. That's, I just yeah. really want to know like what outfit did she have on? Because I don't know. I just want to know the vibes. I want to know the vibes, and also I feel like the way Beyonce get dressed up and get pretty is it makes me um so happy because I like to get dressed up and get pretty. Like just put a dress on, put some shimmery lip gloss on. Like I feel like she's so like um she's such a a feminine, beautiful, classy woman. So it's like when she gets dressed 
I just, I just get this burst of energy. Like, yes, wear that body contrast. Yes. Absolutely. Like wear it. Also, like, um, this is something my cousin and I were talking about because, um, I was watching, um, old episodes of keeping up with the Kardashians. Yeah. You know what? I said it. I did. I was, I was <laughs> watching it because back in the day that brought me a lot of comfort. Like when I was watching that reality show. So I was watching like the original ones. And I remember when Kim would get dressed up and she would put on like that Pell Plum dress. <laughs> I, know, I used to love me a Pell Plum. Me, <laughs> you really did love a Pell Plum. But you know, remember that era of like the strapless Pell Plum dress, you wear some pumps, mm -hmm. you have your eyeshadow on. It's like, I just missed that real pretty era. But I feel like now we kind of, we kind of got lost a little bit in the, everybody feeling like they had to look grunge and different. And it's like everyone don't have to look like that. Like it's yeah, okay I for feel some like, people to just look pretty as hell. <laughs> yeah, I feel like some people is just like they not following their heart. They not following their heart. And like I just feel like Beyonce never really got too deep into that. <laughs> like she was always team very much pretty. Like she has tried to do like edgy things, but she would save it for like the Met Gala or a music video. Yeah. It wasn't just like the everyday fit. And that, I don't know, that's something I really appreciate about her style, just how pretty it is. It do re remind me of like that era that I really, really just wanted to be a grown woman in so big. Yeah. Like, I wanted to be a grown woman bad as fuck when I used to see like <laughs> women wear like them R&B bodycon dresses. I used to like, mm -hmm. oh, I want to like participate. So I think that, um, again, we're at a time in fashion where people do, can do what they want and it's going to look good. But I see more girls just like stepping into pretty yeah same same and also like the um just be yourself dude <laughs> that's also importantly i feel like a lot of people just not being themselves not being true to themselves they ain't being themselves at all yo we literally was just kind of talking about that on twitter like everybody kind of wanting to be like a rock star and i'm like you just gotta know your place they're like i'm in my rock star era i can't even be a rock star like sorry like not the gatekeep but like you can let's bring gatekeeping back because that's the issue <laughs> Cause I'm like people used to be on my ass for like weird stuff. I'm like I literally had like literally I still like people like oh my god I haven't shopped at Hot Topic in years. I literally just shopped at Hot Topic like a few months ago. I know, and I have stuff I, in my cart right now. <laughs> I was I definitely still uh, shop at Hot Topic for certain T-shirts, but I'm not like a loyalist the way I was in high school. Oh my god, anytime I had a dollar. To my name, I was going an expensive ass hot topic when I was a kid. But they be having more sales now. So yeah. it's better. Like they'll have like randomly, they're like 50% on. I'm like, whoa. They just why? got the best band t-shirts. Like my little Ariana Grande t-shirt of so cute. NWA. So like it's just so many. And they make great Christmas gifts. Like when you just want to get somebody like a they nice t-shirt. I said they do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um shout out to Beyonce like it's just been so beautiful to watch how she's um how she's aged what she's given us and see her like become this grown ass woman like right in front of our face mm. and to know she's just like not done like she has so much more to she give not us done. And that's she's only scary. 40 years old that's a scary part that she she's not done I feel like the scary part is that Beyonce is only 40 what could happen she's done so much she's done so much she's done so much so just you know i hope she had a very happy birthday happy birthday to <laughs> you 
Oh my god. Um, off topic. Let's just kind of get into like when you don't have anything to eat as a vegan. Honestly, I used to be real chill about it because I'm like, I'm always going to eat before I come, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it'd be certain places I go to and I expect to have something to eat. I'm not going to lie. I've always been high strung about it. You you have. You have. You have always been high strung. And I was more so just trying to protect myself. And it's like, realistically, everybody is just not going to have anything vegan. Yeah. Um, And sometimes <laughs> I'm just going to have to eat. I knew that was going to be part of this when I became vegan is that I wouldn't have any things to eat as easily and I prepare myself as best as possible but that wasn't 2021 like that was back when veganism really was this almost extreme thing I felt like when I became vegan that was the last of like this is kind of like weird you know not everyone does it but now we're at a point where I'm like you go to cheesecake factory even though they don't have vegan cheesecake, they got, you know, vegan cheese, at least. They have a few vegan options. So we get to the point where those big as uh, chain restaurants have vegan options. If you in a trendy part of the city and you charge $7 for a small cup coffee <laughs> and all these things, and you want to talk about how environmentally friendly you are, and I get up in there, and the only thing you have are like bacon sticks and stuff. I'm just like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> You ain't got no oatmeal. You don't got nothing. So I'm at a point where I am definitely starting to shame like certain restaurants because it's like you want this trendy crowd. Most people who like to be that way are going to have some type of nut allergy, gluten-free. Like, I just hate people to act like they don't understand the territory. You should have opened up this coffee shop in fucking uh, Nice Town if you wanted to just kind of keep keep the same standards. But you go to Fishtown, you go to Fairmount, you open up this quote unquote edgy coffee shop, then I think you need to have a vegan menu. And I know that exactly. sounds like a random read, but that's just how I feel. That exactly. makes me angry. It's so, and it don't make sense because I know exactly the coffee place you're talking about. Because I was there and I was under the impression, I'm like, oh, I can just get, I was under this impression because I'm like, oh, like I'm helping you move. I'm like, oh, I'll grab some sandwiches for us or whatever. No, I couldn't grab a sandwich. Yeah, and actually it wasn't even that place. I went somewhere else and I'm going to tell you. They're doing it more. Yeah, this place was in Fishtown. My mom was like, let's just go to Q Coffee Shop. So I was like, oh, yeah, let me, this got an open floor plan, you know? This coffee shop looks like a barn. Let's go inside of here. Like, it's huge. And I actually have went to that coffee shop before, and there was only one vegan option, and that was two years ago. So I was like, ah, they got to have more by this point. But actually, they had zero. And then I was like, so nothing in here is vegan. That's what I asked the lady. And she was like, Oh, actually, the baguettes are vegan. And I was like, oh, can you, like, you slice it? She's going to say no. Like, what the fuck? I look like carrying on a long-ass loaf of baguette. <laughs> what the fuck does this look like? The Simpsons, you know, when they had, like, the cartoons be having that, that bread sticking off the bag. I'm supposed to munch on a baguette all day? Like, that but who wants no that, like, a dry-ass baguette? Yeah, but I got to commit to the whole thing, which is more than likely $47 because that, of the, like part of the city I'm in. So I'm like, hell, and that's like, so... I feel like you're suggesting stupid shit too. <laughs> and that's how I know you don't think I'm a real human. Like I'm irritated and I'm hungry and you offering me a full dry ass baguette. Like what? That 
it's so bizarre to me that that to know that you was in that part of the city and I feel like you had no support. I know that's I, had <laughs> I know no, that's so I was, dramatic. I had no support and I could tell they didn't care because they they were like you shouldn't be vegan. That was their attitude. But oh well, you shouldn't be vegan. And I'm just like, you know what? I started thinking dark things. <laughs> I was sitting there sipping my coffee like this video, this this coffee shop doesn't even have a future. <laughs> I was thinking like this shit without the if they don't hop on board, this shit gonna be shut down. And my mom will say, I feel so bad, but she's eating a cookie and a spinach and feta turnover. <laughs> Yeah, they're not gonna make it. But no, my mom go say she feel bad for me, but she had two different things in front of her. You, you know? don't feel bad. You don't feel bad. That's I was like my... looking at the cookie. I said, "How does it taste?" She's like, "Oh, it's good." I'm like, "Okay." She's like, I just feel like I don't even want to eat here. I'm like, "Really? I can't tell because the way you, you know." hammering down on that food <laughs> my mom did the same thing when i was like i was like oh i miss chicken cardon blue like i wish they had a vegan version of it and she gonna say walk past the freezer she was like can you hand me that chicken cordon blue and she got it <laughs> and i'm like wow <laughs> and she's like oh but they don't got no vegan one i said yeah that's why i said i miss it <laughs> i would have bored it by now but the way my mom was like Eating that shit, it looked so good. Like the cookie was like a little warm in the middle. I could feel like the chocolate was melting. Oh, I was like, boy. oh fuck. And I'm like, I purposely saved my appetite because I'm like, oh, we about to go like, you know, to a cafe. But my mom was like, find somewhere around here to eat. Like, yes, this is not right, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I just was like, I wanted to I wanted to cry. I wanted to blame somebody. Oh, I, I would have lost it. I have never been that upset about not having anything. I guess because I thought I was walking into like a safe space. I just feel like, what? How are you in this trend? This is a first world problem. I don't care. I was mad. I was really, really mad. Because that's then, so damn corny. It's so corny. <sighs> And then I just want to give a thank you to friends who actually, friends and family who actually think about me and you and like give us something to eat. And it's just like, all right, it's a few people I do give like, all right, you know, you may not have known I was coming, blah, blah, blah. But it'd be people breaking their neck to invite me to things. You coming? You coming? You coming? As much emphasis you have on me coming. And don't be having a damn you, thing. Damn. I'm tired of eating fruit when I go places. I am. Exactly. I'm tired of fruit. I'm tired of eating white bread. So and here's my thing. Me drinking alcohol? Don't. Yeah, you got me. And you want me to dance? Everybody be like, get up. Do the electric slide. It's like, I'm about to pass out. Like, I can't do it. I really can't. You want me to wobble? I'm going to wobble my ass on, on the floor. Because I can't. I'm weak. seeing double at I'm this weak. point. And I'm a, I'm not a small girl, but like, I gotta eat some food. Like I can't be dealing with this whole like I, I get dizzy when I don't eat. Yeah, so don't, I'm like, I don't like when that. I stop showing up or when I show up for five minutes and then I go leave to go get myself something to eat. I'm not saying everybody will care, but I'm saying just don't don't question me because exactly. if you didn't provide anything for to make this comfortable for me, why should I stay? Because essentially, you left me for dead. You wanted me to die. And I'm tired of it. Like, the thing is, there are some family members who they be like, oh, my God, I forgot. Like, you know, I didn't know what was vegan, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they make that oopsie one time, two times. Then after that, they'll, like, get on board. Like, for my October dinner, 
at first there was nothing for me to eat. And then my family started being like, put him on some greens aside, put him on some things aside. But I'm making it very clear to my family. If you don't think of me and you don't have me anything to eat, I'm not coming. I'm bouncing. I'm the- also, this is the thing that make me real mad. I'll be the party starter. I'll be the party starter. I'll be getting Wait. everybody excited. I'll be getting everybody dancing. I'll be at getting everybody la- live. At the last hoorah you had, you didn't have anything to eat? Wait, what hoorah? Oh, the one I went to yesterday? Yeah. No, I ain't had nothing to eat. And it was somebody policing the food. And I was like, I don't even eat this. So I really snapped. I lost <laughs> it yesterday. I was like, I don't eat none of this. So you don't have to act like that. I can't stand. You can keep a, the ribs to yourself. You I don't can't have to worry. Then a food police. I can't stand a food police one because it's just like you don't even know what I'm doing. I'm definitely and also this is my aunt's house. I get even if I did want to start eating ribs today, I could. But two, <laughs> I don't like when like if you invite people somewhere, let the, I believe in let them eat freely, let them drink freely. Don't invite people places and then watch what they eat. Make a, oh, you can only have four, five, six. Anywhere I, anything I have, Mm-mm. I don't ever tell somebody, mm. oh, that's enough. No, yeah, no, no. Oh, that's a big pet peeve. Like, damn. Like, if I hear somebody be like, damn, I'm like, oh, hell no. I'm out of here. You'll never see me again. You'll never see me again. Because I'm, also, that's what the event is for. You're supposed to, you don't want. You want to have minimal cleanup, minimal leftovers. Eat it all. I'd be like, eat it all. Like when people um come to my events, drink it all, eat it all. And me and you, like we kept replenishing. Like, yeah, y'all keep eating. That's what you come places for. You come to parties like that. And I remember my dad and my mom used to always be like, if you don't have enough food for people to get seconds, thirds, then you don't have enough food. You shouldn't have had the party. You know what Period. I mean? Period. But you need to supply enough food for people to be able to eat and drink themselves into oblivion. Seriously, that's what Excuse I feel. Me. Like, I want this to be like the feast back in the castles where the king used to be like, drink. That's how I want cookouts to be. <laughs> so when people pouring uh, two teaspoons of Hennessy, I'm like, all right, come on with this, this, this nigga shit. You shouldn't have had it. You yeah, I don't like this. that. I don't like that. But again, circling back, like we're not, we not coming. Period. Like I'm not. I, oh, and if I get there, I'm leaving. <laughs> exactly. It was nice because, like, I, that happened at my family reunion. Oh. <laughs> it was, it was not uh, me, Jerome. Sean was eating fruit and potato chips and I just was like after that I'm pressed because we wanted to go somewhere else after that and I'm like and I'm like trying to figure out where we can get something to eat where we meet at the middle like it just was it's just too much and then like because also one thing y'all have to know about me is I'm not ashamed to order anything anywhere that's one thing about me I will I don't care who house we at I'm gonna order food if we don't have none Right. Sorry. Right. Exactly. And that's another reason why I like because um shout out to Christina, you know, my cousin. She was like, I'm so sorry, you know, I didn't have anything. And I'm like, girl, it's fine. Like I know that you like she don't hang around us enough to really remember yeah. like our diet and stuff like that. But Sabrina definitely did <laughs> <laughs> order vegan cheesesteaks <laughs> and curly fries. I don't pl- like I don't play about that. Yeah, I don't care where I'm at. Like I will order food at any function. 
Another really thing, Sabrina. I know you. This is like I'm just gonna give you your flowers. You've been saying this. Don't ask to try my vegan food when you have <laughs> stuff in front of you. Don't <laughs> ask to you. try it because that's it's a like, big pet peeve of my big pet peeve. I will big offer peppy. it a lot of times because I'm actually pretty like you know generous with food. Like I'm not a non-sharer, but if I if it's one of those situations like um when we ordering food on a SOS type of time and you got an endless buffet over there, do not ask me for a drop of my food. No, I definitely believe, and this is probably, I get this from my mom. I definitely believe in separating um stuff when it comes to that. <laughs> like, call me, call me what you want, but I definitely believe in that. Like, I would, I have no um problem with uh separating it. I don't feel no shame, anything, because this is for this person. Like, for instance, if I had somebody and I was throwing a party or something, and I had somebody that, like, literally could not have gluten or anything, like, I know, like, gluten makes me feel sick, but I can have it. I'm not technically allergic to it. But if somebody was, like, allergic to it, I would have separate things for them, and y'all don't touch it. Yeah, like, I don't care if you uh, you always wanted to try gluten-free cake. I don't, I don't care, care if you cure. Like, you you just going to have to be curious because when it comes to <laughs> dietary restrictions and stuff, it's about making everybody comfortable. And really, this is a weird story, but I just it just kind of brought it up. So at my uncle's repairs, we went, me and Sabria were there. Oh, my and God. You know what repairs smell like, fried chicken. And if you hungry, whether you vegan or not, that fried chicken going... It's going to trigger something in your stomach. And boy, did it trigger something in our stomach. Oh, so my God. we ordered on HubSpot this from this vegan place. What was it called? Gooey Louie's or some shit? It was oh. Uncle Oogie's. <laughs> Uncle Oogie's. So it wasn't Uncle Oogie's fault. It was whoever the driver was on Grubhub. But it was just this huge miscommunication that literally from the big, we ordered the pizza at the beginning of the repass, repass ends, and we still don't have our food. We have to get a refund, all these different things. We're starving. I, we're like, it's just an uncomfortable situation, but everybody around has got like toothpicks, like picking their teeth. They full. Got they left or they got plates. They bring them home to the family. They like, all right, y'all, the cake was good. Like, <laughs> I'm like, damn, we still ain't getting to eat. So we went and got some Jamaican food and again we know there's a such thing as a repot pass in a black family and then there's the repass after the repass where everybody come back to one family member's house and continue to you know comfort each other mm -hmm. so we're there and me and Sabrina come in with uh vegan platters of Jamaican food why everybody trying? that sure smell good I'm like get out of here yeah go I was getting so annoyed <laughs> I was getting embarrassed because I'm like now Sabrina got to see how my family really is and I'm like not them being curious and asking us what we have like y'all literally just had 12 trays of fried chicken what are you worried about this for mm -mm. what are you worried about now you're just being greedy you want to taste everything can and I we taste was, what you have we was so hungry like ribs touching our back like Oh it was so I was so hungry. I forgot where I was at for a minute. As <laughs> soon as I came in, somebody was like, Hey, can I can you get me like one of your I was like, No, I can't. No. no. I was so hangry. I'm like, I can't do that. <laughs> but it's just I guess this is all this spazzing out is coming after years of disrespect. To just I feel like Yeah, because just you it. were taking it lying down. I feel like yeah, you was I like... was taking it laying down. I really was. <laughs> and I think that it's starting to really be less about, oh, 
you know, I'm curious and tasting it and more about people just think veganism is just this trendy, trendy thing. And I'm like, no, I am so uncomfortable a lot of times because I believe in something. And the problem is I be feeling like people don't believe in shit and they always trying to like, mm-hmm. you know, dip and dabble. Like, no, stand 10 toes down or just leave me alone. I'm like, exactly. become vegan or you can't, just don't try it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I feel exactly no like i definitely you know I, you know i feel you i really just respect the people who be like ill to my vegan food and don't even want none yeah stand stay in your lane stay exactly in your lane. that's a, like, a shout out to savvy like i love this savvy but i don't want that shit perfect good like, exactly. I love, just, just stay you know don't try to have, eat chores in mine too like she don't even want to try it i love it Exactly. Like, stop being. This is not the time to be like, oh, I want to try this because you. If you try it and you don't like it and you like, um, spit it out or like do something. Oh, I'm gonna lose it. My sixteen dollar vegan burger, really? Oh, I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose my mind. (laughs) I'm gonna freak out. (laughs) It's not gonna be good for anybody. (laughs) No, when Sabrina start freaking, getting mad about food and stuff, I'm like, just, just leave her alone. Just (laughs) leave her alone. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i'll freak the hell out <laughs> i feel like you are a sharer but it's certain things you just when you don't want to share them i just be like just don't leave her alone yeah that's a, the thing i am like what people fail to realize is like i would give anybody anything because like like how i shared when um you know when we was at christina where like i have no problem with that but like certain stuff and also the certain vibe people give me i'm like i don't want to do this with you <laughs> seriously do i really do love that so yeah just don't be asking for none <laughs> just don't be asking for none eat your food it's that simple. Um, so the next random topic we just want to talk about is um what to do while you're waiting for the thing you want the most. That could be anything. That could be you waiting for some money to come through. That means you could be waiting for love, romance. You could be waiting for your your living situation to change. And I'm not talking about things where there's a definite date. Because honestly, that's closure. You know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those things that are up in the air. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, when am I I'm waiting for to- all of the above right now. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. But that is like, and I think that that's what makes us so real is because we really do be waiting for shit and not knowing. Like, you know, like things have just kind of changed for me with this summer, but I was, it was a bad join earlier this year. Like a lot of things were just up in the air. It was causing me so much stress. Mm-hmm. Um, and even now there are some things that are up in the air for me and I just want them so bad. And it's hard when you looking around at your life and it's like, what, I mean, what else can I do? literally what else can i do i'm doing everything i'm being a good person i'm working out i'm meditating i'm manifesting i'm not being (laughs) negative i ain't talking shit about a lot of people i ain't gonna say nobody you know i'm just being a good person i'm not scamming nobody i'm i'm being fair like you know and it's just like why am i not getting the very basic things that i want although i'm being a good person 
So I don't know the answer, but I just feel like there are some, because I'm in the same boat, but I just feel like, one, it's okay to want things and it's okay to want things that you can't control, mm-hmm. right? I used to feel like that. I felt dumb for wanting certain things. Like Same. And I'm literally just coming, I think both of us just coming yeah, out of it just, this year. The same day. No, like last two, day, two weeks ago. <laughs> two weeks ago. Yeah. Two weeks ago, we learned. To not do that. Um, <laughs> that's wild. We really was like two weeks ago. It was like, oh, it's okay to be vulnerable and not be strong because that's how deep that strong black woman um, should be running through your brain, y- your veins and your mm-hmm. brains. Like you just really <laughs> feel like, oh, that's how I have to be. Because it's just this resistance to being feeling weak in any way. or And, and you use weak as a synonym for vulnerable. Yes. And it's really not. And vulnerability is necessary. Um, you can't put a smiley face sticker over everything. You can't put a, a muscle arm emoji sticker over everything. Like sometimes you just don't feel strong. Yeah. And you got to allow yourself to feel that way. Um, allow yourself to admit like, damn, I really want, you know, love. I really want a job. I don't want to be an entrepreneur right now. I want a job. Like I really want like, you know, <clears throat> these things are not out of my control and I really want them. And the fact that I don't have them makes me feel X, Y, Z, makes me feel mm-hmm. angry, makes me feel lonely, makes me feel isolated. makes me feel Woo! like, you know, all these different things. Um, and I think it's just okay. When, like, I feel so much better when I just allow myself to feel those ways. And I feel more human. Yeah, I feel more human. And like, I feel more prepared to receive what I want for for admitting that I want it. Exactly. Because I'm not like fighting with it. I'm not like the where I was before. I don't know if he was doing this too, but like I feel like I was fighting with my manifestations, and that's why I wasn't happy. Because I'm like, yeah, Ooh. I want this, but like, um, I want this, but I don't want to do this, or I want this, or like, you know, I um, I I want this, but I feel like, and deep down, I feel like I don't deserve it. So I was fighting with my manifestations, and like, you can't do that. Yeah, girl, that's a good way to put it. I definitely was wrestling with my manifestations. Like I was wrestling with them, like how they be doing on like WWE, <laughs> like when they be like jumping off the uh, <laughs> the ropes. And shit, yeah, like uh, in the head with the what's his chair. name? Uh, I was say Tom Hardy. Um, yeah, what's his? Oh <laughs> Randy my gosh. Orton. Like that, and like I just yeah, or like I was giving my manifestation to people's elbow clotheslining it, like you know, <laughs> I was just not. I was doing the angle lock on my manifestations. And Jeff just, Hardy, sorry. <laughs> I had to I correct was, it. I was like definitely tag team in the manifestation. Like, yes, and same. It is an internal battle and it feels like so you're really, that's what I mean about becoming at peace with yourself. Meaning like whatever you, your desires are and that, that shame or whatever you're fighting, like kind of come into like a common ground because I do feel like a lot of times when we fight with our manifestation, it's all only to protect ourselves. Yes. So that's what I was doing. How do you, how do you come to common ground? Because it's like, yeah, you definitely want to protect yourself, but you don't want to go too, too far. Like an example with me for like love types, anything involving love or romance, I just have a serious distrust for it because um, I just honestly have a general distrust towards people. I do. Like, I really just don't trust 
most people. And it's not because I think most people are bad, but because I see how people do themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, shit, if you can do yourself so dirty, what what's stopping you from doing me dirty? I see people not take care of themselves. I see people not give themselves the best. And I'm just like, well, like no way in the world. My standards are so high for myself and how and how I want to be treated. I just know you aren't equipped to, to carry it like that. Also... But, um, People like when dealing with matters of the heart is very serious because like there are people like not trying to be dramatic or not, but there's people who like pass away from like heartbreak. <laughs> okay. Or lose their minds because of heartbreak. So it's just like nothing really to play with. It's nothing to play with. So that's what I mean. Like, are you maybe you can't be like me where you think everyone's a killer. You don't trust people. You think you know nobody can take care of you better than you. Nobody actually can do anything better than you. That's not healthy, right? But to your point. You have to be on some type of time where it's like, well, don't get loosey-goosey because you see how, especially when you're a sensitive person, you Mm -hmm. see what can happen if you don't take care of yourself. But it's like, how do you like stop wrestling with what you want and your fears and kind of meet some middle ground? And I think for me, it's just like, I, you know how they say like democracy will always correct the issues in society Mm -hmm. they say a democracy because the people will always be in control quote unquote in a democracy Mm -hmm. i feel the same way about when you are in touch with your feelings like your feelings will always reach a peak to the point where you have no other choice but to resolve it as long as you're tapped in exactly and i I definitely felt like that kind of happened with us simultaneously like we got so tired of like kind of making some of the same decisions experiencing the same like things just experiencing the same things to the point where it just it it finally got to a point where it's like i've had it i'm ready to just admit it like i had it also like you notice that when you fight like again you feel like you're protecting yourself like being like oh i don't like lying to yourself out loud because like i don't lie but like i am i mean i can lie to myself like I keep on repeating this thing over and over again till I um want to believe that it's true but when you do that you attract um the I feel like the wrong type of people because I would like try to figure out like you know for instance with the matters of like romance I'm like why am I attracting people who are like emotionally unavailable that's always unsure of me and stuff like that because I was unsure of myself I feel like and because I was unsure of what I wanted so I was like going with the flow of things because I never wanted to say out loud oh I want this because to me it was too complicated to be honest and it was too hard to be honest and that vulnerable um and I feel like and I, the reason, and I kept on hurt, getting hurt, um, because I was not being honest. And to this was like the final time where I'm like, I have to be honest because you know you can blame, uh, you know some people do play a part, like you know, um, in things, but for the most part, you have to um sometimes take responsibility for the decisions that you make. And, and the um, shit you accept it and, and allow the shit people that you to accept, do. Like, can you kind of exactly. make it okay? And that's mm-hmm. another reason why I was like, yo, no. Because now I'm being mad at my... I can't take being mad at myself. Mm-hmm. I can't take it. Same. Same. It just feels so uncomfortable to be mad at yourself. Because I'm like, I, you know, you, you have a pretty good relationship with yourself. You know, you're not perfect, which is why you're going to always be learning. And revelations like this going to always, like, keep, like 
coming up in life. But you want to learn new lessons, you know? You want to learn new lessons and you just, you know when something don't feel good. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, why I'm mad at myself because I know I deserve better. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why I'm mad at myself. So it's just, it? It, it comes down to that and you definitely do have to take accountability. It's different between blaming yourself and taking accountability and it's mm-hmm. always good to just no, like, all right, because you start to become powerless otherwise. Yep. It's like, true. oh, I, I can't control what happened to me, who come in my life. Any patterns are just destiny. Like, that's a sad way to live. You have to start being like, uh, you know, like, what can I do to maybe change this up a bit? Mm-hmm. And you absolutely can. Like, you can change your friends. You could change, like, the type of opportunities you get. You can change how the people you, you entertain. You can change so much. And, like, again, I know, like, I, I feel like the romance thing is very heavy on our heart, but also, like, we were talking about jobs and stuff too. Like, whatever you want, you can get you just have to really make sure you are fully aligned and check in with yourself constantly to be like hmm am i giving what it takes to align with that with that goal like am i truly giving that and if you're asking that to yourself honestly you will be able to hold yourself accountable and like mm-hmm. okay i want to be an entrepreneur but is this behavior giving that oh you know i definitely want to be on my fitness tip but is this behavior giving that mm-hmm. like just really do a temperature check on your own emotions and actions mm-hmm. and does it align it's a yes or no question and i feel like i ask myself that so often and when it's a no I can't lie to myself. Like, you know, you're not doing your part. Like, you know, you're not doing your part exactly. to get what you quote unquote want. So, exactly. <sighs> but yeah. And in the meantime, when you are doing your part, like what we were originally talking about, you just have to trust the process and you have to find other things to focus on. Like, exactly. I was just allowing myself to become consumed with things I couldn't control. Then I looked at my room and it looked like a damn tornado hit. And I was like, oh, I got something to do. Let me stop pretending like I'm. I ain't got nothing to do. I yeah, me. That was that was literally me yesterday. Yeah, my mom used to do. I thank God for her like saying stuff like that. When you used to be like, we bored. My mom was like, I don't understand how you could be bored <laughs> when I'm seeing stuff. <laughs> I'm looking at the floor need to be swept. I'm looking at those clothes they piled up. There's no way you bored. There's no way you didn't got nothing to do. So I'm like, <laughs> I just kind of try to tell myself that like, there's a lot for you to do. It's a lot. I got a whole podcast. Exactly. It's a lot for us to do. So. Exactly. And that's why um also like for instance like right now I'm looking I'm still looking for jobs because it's hard because I'm doing this thing where I am I know what I want and I'm like sticking to it like real hard. I'm sticking to it real hard. I'm like not I mean I'm not saying no to opportunities but I'm I'm going in a I'm going in a um direction that is not an easy direction where I got to work a little harder um and I'm still looking and it's going to take a you know some time to get what I want um hopefully it won't take any more time um but Mm -hmm. you know I'm like trying um where was I going with this but oh in the meantime I was like you know let me dedicate my life to my fitness right now right Right. get back into that because I'm like that's something that I could be doing um fortunately I can afford to do it right now so I'm like let me you know do that so like my days usually always consist of applying to jobs and working out yeah and also it's like important to note that sometimes the things that used to work stop working 
because yeah. um there was a time where like early like just a few months ago like working out was hitting in a way that it's not hitting right now mm-hmm. and i don't take that as the reason to like oh stop working out i'm like i gotta do something new like maybe right now is more of a yoga moment like maybe mm-hmm. now is more of a like i've been running instead of going to the gym because the gym hasn't it's been feeling annoying to me so i've been like you know running instead but the point is you have to like try something else. That's why um, I did Orange Theory. Yep. Yeah. Like switch it up. Orange Theory, you got the trainer and it's just like, there are always opportunities to pivot, to switch it up because honestly, I start feeling like I don't have a choice other than to just pivot because it's like, what, what else? Am I going to self-destruct? Like, I actually don't want to feel worse. I want to feel better. Exactly. So, I have to do things that make that I think are supposed to make me feel better, even if I don't feel like it's supposed to make me feel better now. Mm-hmm. And that's just gonna have to be it. I have to find the light in life. Like that's the light gonna ain't always gonna be provided for you. Um, and that's what I think I'm doing right now. I'm just heavily trying to find the light. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But exactly. um and yeah, so- and I'm proud of you for not cracking and just going just getting any job because that's something you won't have to do every day for 40 hours a week. So make it something you enjoy. Like don't waste your life doing something you don't feel 100% about. Thank you very much. It is so hard. Like, but I'm just like, you know, I know what I want. I, I have new expenses. I have goals and I'm like, I want something that's going to push me forward and help me achieve those goals, you know. And you're going to get it. She's gonna get it, you know. She's gonna right. get it. Everybody, um, if you shout to the heavens for me, y'all. Yes, pray or for shout us. to shout to whoever you shout to. Loud, cause we trying to um, we trying to go on excursions. Sure. And I still gotta pay for my orange theory in my gym. <laughs> <laughs> and that ain't, that ain't cheap, y'all. <laughs> Yo. So let's get into the final topic for today. Let's just kind of talk about, you know, self-comparison. And I'll let you take it away, Sabri, because you you put this beautifully. Yeah, so I wrote that. I don't know who I heard it from, but I've heard it tons of times that comparison is the thief of joy. And it's so true because you keep on... Cause I have to battle with that. Like I have, there's sometimes that like I can't watch certain YouTubers, like because I like get in a mood where obviously jealousy is like normal. And it's not that I'm jealous. I'm just like, damn, that should be me and stuff like that. But like you have to also like you know somebody I know I was comparing myself to because like they are like you know younger than me and they're like um basically financially stable and I'm like damn but you know they are not I feel like I'm like a happy person and I have to remind myself that you know money doesn't always always um just fix your mood um exponentially and I realized that over the past few months not to be like oh I'm rich but I'm bragging but like the past few months I have been like my finances have been the best they have been since I've been an adult and I still was feeling down and I'm like damn like you know I thought you know this is how I could get this like I get my nails done I'm you know doing this like why am I not like you know um but you keep I feel like when you dwell on the things you don't have you miss out on the stuff you do and I know that sounds very corny very simple but it's very true like people really need to hear that because it's like easy to be like oh I don't have a man I don't have this I don't have that because like a big thing for me is like right now my main focus is um 
I uh, want, um, I'm looking for a place. Um, and I, and I'm like working on my credit cause I want a very like nice place. Um, and I'm like always like, man, I don't have my own place like, or whatever, but I have something that a lot of people, you know, may not have like the fact that like I'm able to stay with my parents and I don't feel, I feel like we are like, I don't feel like I live with my parents. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I feel very like, you know, like we literally all of us help each other out. And, exactly. um, like, obviously I do a lot of stuff like on my, like, obviously Daniel Payne for Orange Theory, none of that, my credit card bills, stuff like that. I do stuff like that on my own. Um, but I feel like we all help each other out and I'm happy that like now I'm able to help them do things. Um, that really like brings me joy that I'm able to, um, help them and stuff. But, um, a lot of people don't have that. Some people have to get their own stuff you know, being younger than me because they're not able to have that kind of support system, you know? Yeah, seriously. Like, I always tell people that staying at home is a privilege. Um, It's definitely this weird attitude. And I think it might be just our culture, might be just our country, because there are some places, like, I always see it, especially in certain movies where, like the people don't leave home until they're married. Yeah, like, because I see that in certain and it makes sense. Like, exactly, if, oh, and you know sense. what? You it's funny you say that because my mom. Um, it's so funny. My mom is so youthful. Like she is f- friends with one of her coworkers who literally is our age, and mm-hmm. <laughs> she uh, like my mom went to her house for like a party. Like this is really my mom' homegirl, and she's our age. That's so funny to me. But anyway, <laughs> um, she is. Uh, like I said, she's our age, she's 29, and she literally just moved out like a few months ago. Um, and she's Southeast Asian. And when she was leaving, her, like her, her, it was a big deal. Her parents was like, We have to see where you're moving to. Like, we need to know the area. Like, they, did, they didn't want her to move out. Um, at first, she was living by herself, but now she has a roommate, and I think they feel like a little more at ease with that. But, um, I'm just like, okay like and this girl she i think she's a nurse she might be or she works she works at a hospital and she makes good money Mm. and she literally just moved out um and she's a lot of people who be having businesses they be on vacation everything and they live at home and i get resentful i'm like damn you know like everybody know i don't have like a toxic home situation and if shit hit the fan i could definitely go back home but the space and just boundaries in general sorry y'all if y'all hear kids screaming i promise (laughs) that's not coming from my room i my room is right outside of a basketball court and these kids be having a ball (laughs) they They be having a ball and i'm like i kind of it's fun it's fun to watch but anyway um like, I know if I needed to go back home, I could. However, my household was just small. We are not a knock-on-the-door family. There was no focus. It was very loud. So it's not that my household was toxic as much as I was so sensitive to being able to focus mm-hmm. that I'm like, oh, I got to go, you know? I was going to so say, was, and there's two people in there, like, over six feet tall. Or th- or th- no, three. it's three people in my <laughs> over house six over six feet, feet tall. tall. And if <laughs> yeah. I was there, it would have been four. Everybody big, everybody too big in the house. And it's just, they be bumbling up the steps. The dog over six feet. It's just like... Everybody big. Also, the whole thing with eating my food... 
to this day, I left a marble vegan cake. That loop. still pissed me off because I was supposed to have some. I yep, I left it on the table, and they don't it. have it no more. I know they. I've never seen that cake again at Whole Foods since that day. I left a cake on the table, and I said, "Sabria, when I get home from work, I'll bring you some." I get home, I see the butter knife, and I see crumbs <laughs> on the table. I don't see the cart, and I don't see the cake. Nobody will admit that they ate it. Nobody will admit that they ate the cake. That's when I was on Zillow. I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing this no more because I'm tired of being disrespected. And then they're going to try to blame it on the dog. I said, she ain't eat that whole cake. Uh-uh. because I said, what, she, what, she eat the carton and the plastic too? Come on now. Come on. And I'm like, one of y'all are looking me dead in my face and you're lying. I'm like, I can't do it. But yeah, but to be honest with you, it is it's very normal um, to be home uh, if you can be and if you have space and if it's comfortable. Also, when I moved, I gave my room to my little brother because mm-hmm. he, you know, they were, it was a lot of room sharing. That was cool when you were a kid, but when you yeah. old, you need your own space. And I was looking and I'm like, it's time for me to go. So he, exactly. has, he has my room now, it's decked out. He has like Italian sodas, like all <laughs> in his room. It's just crazy. But um, Kill Skincare Regimen, he's, he's really living the best life. He- really is so like five um it's just really important to not compare yourself because a lot of decisions are made out of person personal necessity um, just like factors going on in every individual's life like oh this person is living alone like does this person have a choice to live at home you know this person is you know super duper rich this and the other one how hard did this person work what did this or person inherit? Or, yeah, I was about to say, or like, you know, what, you know, some people have different foundations. Like, you know, the, some people family, like, you know, not saying I was set up for failure, but like some people, like in their mind, they're like, I'm setting this person up with success, like X, Y, Z. Also, a lot of people didn't, um, like, I feel like me being in school, like, because like, for instance, while I was in school, some people were building their brands as YouTubers, and that's why they can flourish now. Yeah, you know? or now is to now. What is ten years from now? Like there are some people who really were underachievers in college and in high school, but that doesn't mean that they are still underachievers. Like I know people that I'm like, oh shit, like who would have known? He out here making bread, or he out they, they this person out here doing that, and they do full three sixty. So mm-hmm. it's like where I and also me, I know people underestimate me a lot. They do, and I'm just like, okay, I feel finally like I'm coming up a little bit. I don't want to say that all the way because that feels like I'm jinxing myself at the end of my 20s. And I'm like, but that's not my final form. So it's like you can be, don't compare yourself to anybody because you're not even in your final form. Exactly. And the more you put energy on watching what other people do, the less you pour into yourself. I feel like if you're looking at somebody else, it should be for motivational purposes only mm-hmm. like I look at so many um boss ass black women and to me I know I don't know them but it's permission to go hard it's permission to get what I want because I feel like somebody else has it I ain't the first exactly. woman in history no more doing it like I see this girl's doing it with while being a mother while being you know what it seems to be happily married while you know just 
I, I feel like why be jealous when you can be inspired? Mm-hmm. You know, why compare when you can just use it to motivate? That's all. Exactly. Because when you find yourself like in it, because like I find myself like, especially like being frustrated and like I have like more free time than I'm used to having. I'm just like, ah. but also with me having more free time, I'm able to work on myself more. Um, I am able to like, you know, not, you know, rush from like, I used to have to rush from like my mall job to like do the podcast, sing with Iman, having to rush from like our job. And like, now I can like, you know, sit like I, um, I was worn out from like running around and also, um, working out. So like I took a little nap before this and like, I got my stuff set up. Like I've like leisurely was able to like set myself up without feeling like a sense of panic or anything like that and I'm just like there are like definitely pro like I feel like what helps me is weighing pros and cons of everything and also that little light inside of you that keeps saying like one day I will get it one day I will get it because like the other day I was just thinking about like black girl brunch and like how far we have come and stuff we do and i was like and i'm like we have a um this is basically our resume and like we also we like take notes listen to ourselves and say okay we should do like for instance we didn't feel like talking about any celebrity stuff so and also somebody had wrote I think the page or me it's the, I think they wrote the page that they said that they like when we do episodes like that so this is like this is a I feel like this is going to be a new thing in addition and you know, honestly to make us better to set us apart from like you know other podcasters and things like that because we um are doing something that like you know this is coming from like the heart and we're like oh we want to speak like from like like again like I said it's coming from the heart speak from our hearts like you know um what's you know on our mind and I feel like this is like super relatable so I'm like there's no way that we can't that we're not going to make it like we definitely are it's no it's no way why I feel like I'm about to cry? Stop. <laughs> My eyes got watery and shit. <laughs> but no, seriously. And also, I feel like just with that, you have to think of faith not just as religion. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. Because really. I'm like, that's not just what it's about. I mean, good if it is, but being faithful, having faith, being heavy, being faith focused is about being an optimist in a way that's just like you said that little light inside you like all right i don't care it's my worst day ever but this like this shit gonna make a bomb story in the autobiography exactly because like i like you know i said that i'm getting back in dating and also like when you're dating people the big question is what do you what do you do for it what do you do for it and like i feel kind of like because at first like um, you know, last year, um, and the year before, I'm like, oh, I'm a manager, like I'm a store manager, like, you know, and I'm like, oh, like, you know, cool, like, you know, I have a job, I said so and now I'm just like Ugh. But then Iman told me, like, start telling people you're a podcaster. And I'm like, I really am. Like, we really, you know, do this. And I feel like that's helping me, like, not when I feel in a slump and comparing myself. I'm like, if I fail at this, you know, because honestly, like, you know, I, I'm somebody that, um, not to sound like a kid's ass, but I enjoy working. Like, I love tasks. I love, like, work. That's how I was able to be able to be promoted at my job because I'm, I love doing stuff. Like, I love, like, this is like, okay, like, if there's a deadline for this or something, I just love stuff like that. Um, so I'm looking for a job, obviously, out of survival, and I hope that it could be a job that, um, 
like me and Iman were talking about this, like uh, Crystal from the Reed, she was working, um, where was she working at, Iman? Viacom, Viacom. executive yeah. assistant. She was working at Viacom and she was like, I'm not, that was her job that she like, all right, I'm going to ride this out until, you know, I know I'm secure with this um, podcast and I want something, I want something similar to that. And I know I may not like trying to be negative, but like, you know, that might not happen for me and that's okay. But like, that's like the goal. Like I want something that I can like ride out until, you know, we can do that. And I will definitely do my, um, my best at it. But I say that to say this, that if, even if I fail at that stuff, I know that I'm damn good at this. Her. You might as well drop the mic on that one. <laughs> Not this mic, though. <laughs> no, no, this mic is specific. <laughs> Not that mic. <laughs> but yeah, that's just how I feel. I'm like, I just got to keep that in mind. And nobody can take that away from me. At all. At all. So that's that. That's, no, that's... Wow. Wow. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I just feel very, you know, endorphins. Like... Very much endorphins. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I didn't even feel like doing a show today. Full transparency. I want to go outside and eat some fruit um, and watch people. That's my favorite thing because it's a it's a nice little terrace at this new place. And I'm like, oh, that's the wrong thing for somebody as nosy as me. I, I know. I definitely got to come. I definitely got to come over and do it because I wanted to do that the other day with you. But I Oh yeah, I was uh, on Siri and then I you did. You come over later time. this week. Maybe we can like do like a gym situation. Maybe on Friday because I don't have anything planned for this weekend. Like maybe we could do, uh, like a Friday thing. That would be good because oh my gosh, that sounds like such a freak. So I meet with because I can't. I have my <laughs> y'all, your girl. It's my second driving lesson on Thursdays. <laughs> I mean, I. <laughs> the first y'all know the first drive lesson they gave me a Tesla I hope they don't give that to me again because also like that is just not a good car to drive for your first car because it spoils you and it's very <laughs> quiet and I did not realize how fucking loud car like a car, driving a car was until I switched from Tesla to the Mini Cooper maybe because the Mini Cooper is like that car is ran through because no. that's, <laughs> that's, that's the car that they put on the website like not it's the Mini Cooper the mini coupe is ran through but that car was loud as hell but that is just not like it's very cool to drive but if you're driving a car for the first time like and they be like hey you want to drive this tesla i mean i feel like not a lot of driving schools gonna do that but like maybe you kind of opt out of it because it definitely spoils you because that's not how i'm not saying that you're poor but that's not a car that <laughs> the general general population is going to be able to afford you know but I yeah, know, I know I can't. So. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, I have my driving lesson on Thursday, so I'm going to meet with my trainer on Friday. But I would love to come and still work out again because I am I'm not supposed to. But like I was suggested to do two days. And when I heard that, I was like, uh. so I was just thinking about just sitting here, not working out, like <laughs> just sitting watching people. But we can work out, too. That's fine. Oh, we could do. I'm either. You know, I can. I'm good with either one. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Not us making plans. Yeah, on like the on the air. Like, okay. <laughs> All right. So that is it for this week's show. What a fabulous episode. Let us know how you guys felt it. Hit us up on Instagram at Black Girl Brunch. Hit us up on Twitter at BLK Girl Brunch. Make sure you send us an email if you want to let us know in depth if you got some questions for us at Black Girl Brunch. I'm sorry, Black Girl Brunch at gmail.com. Um, you can hit me up on Instagram at Imamate. You can hit me up on Twitter at It's Mate and Sabria. 
and you can hit me up on it's frankenfem on instagram and frankenfem underscore on twitter that's all folks have a good one bye peace